Hi, you guys. I'm your host, Shahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope and prayer that you find this podcast inspirational and informative. I know it's been a minute since my last episode, a little over a week, but oh my God, I've been so busy with this new position, guys, but I love it. (laughs) I'm still learning the role, which makes me a little nervous because I'm a perfectionist at times, and I just like knowing how to do everything when it comes to things that I'm responsible for, and this is a completely different career path for me, so everything I'm learning is brand spanking new. Hopefully things will settle down soon and I'll be able to get back on track with things outside of work, including providing you with new content every week. So hopefully everything will get back on track soon. (laughs) Last episode, I talked with you guys a little bit about concerns I had with my partners accepting my status. I know some of you were probably thinking, well, Yahira, isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we've been, you actually been preaching about? And yes, that is what I want. And I'm sure many of you many of you want the same things. But my concern is when there is absolutely no concern about the issue, you know, on my partner's side. Let's say it this way. Let me say it this way, okay? Say I didn't have the virus and my partner tells me that he or she has it. I wouldn't be able to say it so quickly that I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I could if I could just within a couple of minutes been like, you know what? I don't care, which was the case of Jay and my new guy, you know, they, within a matter of minutes, they was just like, I don't care. I still want to get to know you, which is great. But I would have some questions, even if I was educated about the virus, you know, I would feel I needed some time to think, even if I really cared about that person, you know, I, I, I just would need a a breather for a second to kind of process what you just told me and don't get me wrong I definitely feel relief when they tell me during the conversation that they don't care you know it's like a weight being lifted off of my shoulders um you know that they still want to be with me even though I have this virus but I can't help not to wonder do they have it too and that's why they're so upset accepting of it you know what I'm saying am I wrong for that maybe it's just my hang-up maybe I just need to be thankful and move on I don't know (laughs) what do you guys think anyway on this episode episode 22 I just wanted to go back to episode 20 the online dating episode and dive a little bit deeper I also want to share some of my dating experience that seems to be a concerning trend in the support group comments that I'm seeing so let's get started so let me start by saying please I apologize I feel very nasally so if I come off I know my voice is 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 deep right now and I'm praying that I'm not coming down with the cold because I have a big weekend you know it's Memorial weekend I got things to do (laughs) so I'm praying that I'm not coming down with the cold but I am extremely nasally so just bear with me well on episode 20 I shared with you Um, that one of the dating sites that I visited called PositiveSingles.com that I didn't even know that this site existed until one of the members in a herpes support group for singles, um, one of those groups that I'm a part of on Facebook mentioned it, a member mentioned it. Um, And as I told y'all in that episode, um, I joined the site, but I only stayed on there for a week just to see what it was all about. I've had my share of online dating sites when I was younger And I just don't like the process of getting to know someone on those sites. I mean, 
it's just like it's so tedious you have to go through all these profiles you have to weed out which ones you want to talk to then you got to communicate with them online for a minute and then they ask you for your number some of them ask for it too quick which just makes me a little kind of off standish but it's just too much it's too much (laughs) so um last week I was looking through posts on my support group, the um, um, herpes support group for singles on Facebook. And I noticed that members were pers- a member actually posted a warning um, about PositiveSingles.com because some of the people on there had HIV. Now, it is called PositiveSingles.com. It's not called Positive Singles with Herpes. It's called PositiveSingles.com. But this was something that this member posted and he posted it as a warning to be careful. So I looked through the comments under the post and I noticed that people were making a lot of negative comments about it, specifically not wanting to catch anything else. You know, I already have herpes, I don't wanna catch anything else. So I'm looking for somebody who has herpes. Um, One of the members also stated that he was getting to know one of the women off of PositiveSingles.com and on her profile, she only disclosed that she had HSV2 which we all know is the genital form of herpes. But once they met in person, she disclosed to him at that point that she also had HSV-1, which is the oral form of herpes. And we all know that you can still get HSV-1 if you have HSV-2. You can't really spread between each other the same form of the virus. So if I have HSV-2 and my partner has HSV-2, then we're good. But if I have HSV-2 and my partner has HSV-1, I can give them HSV-2 and they can give me HSV-1. So that's what a lot of people were concerned about. Like, I don't want to catch anything else. So I need you guys to be, you know, to fully disclose what you have if you're on this site. That's what a lot of members were basically saying under these comments, under that post, I should say. Another member stated that someone told him that positive members on the site don't always disclose that they have HIV because they don't get as many hits if they disclose that they have HIV. However, when I went on PositiveSingles.com during that week, I did notice that some of the profiles did disclose that they had um, HIV, which, you know, I was, I was shocked. You know, I'm not going to sit here and admit that I wasn't, I was a little shocked. I was like, wow, you know, but, um, they, some of them did disclose it. Now, I don't know what the ratio is. Like I was looking for men and obviously the member that made that post, um, well, not obviously to you, but the member that actually made that post, um, about, um, members not wanting to, who have HIV, not wanting to post that they have HIV because they have, they get less hits. That was a male. So I don't know if the females on that dating site don't want to disclose that they have HIV, um, because they get less hits, but the men that I noticed, I mean, the, I'm looking for men. So when I went on there, I noticed that there were a few men that actually posted that they had HIV. Now keep in mind, I only stayed on that site for a week. So I didn't really go through a whole bunch of profiles actually wasn't looking. So, you know, don't take it from me, take it from, you know, somebody else, but that's just what I observed. Many members, um, also were commenting that it was a little scary, not knowing 
um, if they went on this site that people were not fully disclosing themselves. But, I mean, we all should know that we need to protect ourselves. I mean, let's let's be real. You know, we already know that people don't disclose everything. We know that more than anybody else. We as a community of people who have herpes, we know that people don't always disclose everything they have. If they did, we wouldn't probably be in the situations that we are now, meaning that we wouldn't have the virus ourselves. So nothing is really different. You know, it's bad to say this, but we should never automatically trust everything a person says in this day and age. We shouldn't, you know, we really have to kind of do our due diligence, ask more questions, and even go as far as one member stating being tested. You know, that's the only way to really be safe these days is to get tested, use protection, or to practice celibacy, point blank period. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but if you are afraid of catching something, that's the only way to be positive that you're not going to catch anything. Don't have sex. Now, I also wanted to talk um, about something that concerned me in the past and and now, to me, appears to be coming up again in this same support group that I'm on Facebook with. Over the years, it seemed to me that all of my relationships um, were just physical, with the exception of Jason. You know, Jason, he was like, you know, you already guys, you guys already know that Jason was like the love of my life um, up to this point. I've said that several times. Um, but as you also know, I believe in fully disclosing my status to my partners. And I often wonder if that was the reason why they didn't take me seriously because they knew that I had the virus, you know, that they could never see themselves, um, being with me forever because they could never see themselves dealing with my issues, you know, forever. Even with Jason, you know, who for a long time I considered to be, he was my, the love of my life. And we talked about marriage. We talked about having kids. He even went as far as looking for engagement rings. You know, his cousin told me later after we broke up that, you know, he was looking for engagement rings for me. But after learning that I had the virus, he ended the relationship so abruptly. So... I mean, that could be seen in two different ways. You know, it could be that he was shocked and he just couldn't deal with it from the get-go or that he couldn't see himself being with me for the long, you know, the long haul, you know, going into marriage and things like that. And you guys have heard, you know, through my interview with Mitchell, I mean, there's nothing wrong with me. You know, I'm a great woman. (laughs) Mitchell even said it himself. You know, so you heard it from the horse's mouth. You know, I'm a great woman. I'm awesome, he actually said. I'm awesome. So I know I'm a good woman. I don't need validation actually from Mitchell or any other man. I know I'm a great catch. So it made me often wonder, why wasn't I good enough to marry? Why was I single? You know, if I'm such a great catch, you know, could it be that just because you now know that uh, that you that you know that I you know I have herpes. You can't see me for the long haul, but you can see me for right now. You can still have sex with me, but walking me down the aisle is not even an option, which is disheartening. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel that way so much now. 
because I've met such a great guy <laughs> and I'm looking forward to the future. You guys already know I'm, I'm already picking out dresses in my mind, but, um, but it just made me think like, am I the only one who thinks this way? You know what I'm saying? Like, so, but what I noticed in the support groups, um, that made me want to raise this question is that, um, in this singles group for people with herpes sometimes the content can be overly sexual so it made me think you know that because we have herpes that all we're good for is sex you know what i'm saying i noticed in the group that the women were showing everything they got to offer you know what i'm saying you know provocative clothing and things of that nature and the men posting were like of gifts or pics with sexual suggestion, you know, you know, sexual suggestions and things. So, but what, what made me question this even more, if it's just because we have herpes, I'm also a member of other singles groups on Facebook, not specifically for, you know, people with herpes, but just other singles groups. Cause I'm single, you know what I'm saying? Wow. I was single, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, um, I noticed that in these other groups that there wasn't as much sexual content as it is in the singles herpes group. And I wondered why. So I raised the question to the group, the singles herpes group. I raised this question. What type of relationship are you looking for? I mean, I just honestly wanted to know. I've received 41 responses in total. And I actually posted this yesterday. 23 of the 41 stated that they were looking for marriage, which I was shocked because that's more than half. Um, 15 were in search of serious relationships. Two only wanted friendship and just one said he was looking to smash. (laughs) So I was actually surprised by these findings, by these people's responses, um, because it didn't explain the behavior that I observed or support my hypothesis, you know, when it came to what was going on in this group. And my hypothesis, my hypothesis was that once a person learned that this person had herpes, the suitor was no longer interested. They just saw them as a sexual being, someone to have sex with protected sex, might I add. Um, but I still feel that there's still some type of correlation. I don't know if the members of the group were being completely honest with me, but, or if they're being completely honest with themselves. So what do you guys think? Have you guys ever felt that you were not being taken seriously um, as far as relationship wise because of the virus? I'm going to hear from you. Email me at yahirajoneshope.com. That is Y-A-H-I-R-A-J-O-N-E-S h-o-p-e at gmail.com or if you're listening via anchor you can press the message button at the bottom of your screen or you can now go to your show notes if you're not listening via anchor go to my show notes and tap the link to leave me a voicemail message before i go i just want to send a special thank you to one of my listeners who sent me an email um expressing you know, their fears of dating after being diagnosed and how they wish they had found my podcast sooner because it's been helpful to them. Um, I'm so grateful for that because sometimes I wonder if what I'm doing is in vain, you know, doing these episodes, you know, I see that you guys are listening, but 
sometimes I feel like, you know, maybe I should stop, you know, maybe that was good for, you know, a little while it was fun and I was able to express my feelings and to voice my opinion, but this pushes me to keep doing more. So I wanted to say thank you again to that listener. And I want to thank all of my listeners for listening week after week. I do see that you are listening. I, you know, you may not feel compelled to email, but I still appreciate you for listening. So thanks again to all of you guys. That's going to do it for this episode of Dating with Herpes. Again, I'm your host, Shahira Jones. Until next time, be safe and God bless.